Welcome to the Confidence Lounge podcast, where we cover all things confidence in life and business. I'm your host, Elise Conroy, and I'm on a passionate mission to help thousands of women across the world feel more confident from the inside out, because not on my watch am I ever going to watch another woman do insecure life and business again. So if you're ready to become your most confident self, mama, or businesswoman, you're exactly where you're supposed to be. So grab your favorite beverage, get nice and comfy, and get ready to receive today's confidence injection. Oh, hey, friends. How are we feeling today? Okay, summer is here. It's finally getting warm here in LA. It's going to be over 100 degrees today, and I am bringing in the heat. <laughs> so I'm so happy, and I'm so thriving at this moment because it has been so effing cold here in LA, and I'm over it. And so now I'm getting back to my sun baby roots. I've been swimming every single day. I'm just over here living my best summer life, and I hope you are too. So we are going to talk today about some mindsets. So I am all about helping you form a confident mindset because without that we're going to be living in that place of insecurity and doubts and questioning everything and we don't want you living there right we know that's a painful place to be so what I want to talk to you today about is a specific mindset that limits you but before we do that I want to tell you a quick story about something that happened yesterday because this is actually the opposite of what we're going to talk about today when it comes to a limiting mindset and I want to introduce you to an idea that is actually a very freeing mindset. So let me tell you what happened. So I took my dad to my to his chemo appointment yesterday. And as we were checking in at the, the, the intake desk, I look and there is this beautiful love note that just gave me all the warm and fuzzies, all the ooey gooeys as we were checking in. And I want to read this to you because I think that this is such a profound way to take responsibility for every moment that you live in your life. So here is what this says. It says later in quotations. Talk to you later. I'll call you later. See you later. We'll walk later. I'll tell you later. We leave everything for later, but we forget that later does not belong to us. Later, our loved ones are no longer with us. Later, we don't hear them and we don't see them. Later, they are just memories. Later, the day that becomes the night, the force that becomes helpless, the smile that becomes a grimace and becomes death. Later becomes too late. Do it now. Oof. Okay. Does that give you all the feels? Because it definitely gives me all the feels. And I think reading something as simple as this just once again gives us back radical responsibility over the life that we are living in the now. Not the past, not the future, right now in this present moment. So what I wanted to introduce you to before we go into the mindset that limits you is a mindset that I adopted a few years back that really profoundly changed my life. And it can absolutely change yours too if you adopt this as well. So when I I used to give an excuse all the time. I'd be like, oh, I'll do that later. And I noticed that was a pattern in my life that kept me in a cycle of procrastination. It really empowered me to believe that I was lazy. I didn't ever really feel motivated. And I remember, I want to say this was maybe six, seven, eight years ago at this point. It's been, it's been a while. I had this thought of Elise, there's no such thing as later. And I remember that thought coming in and it just felt like it broke my brain. It was like this revolutionary thought. And I was like, oh, wow, there's no such thing as later. And that in an instant, gave me back responsibility over the decisions I was making, over how I spent my time, the conversations I was having, the things that I was doing to enhance my life experience. And I was really good at empowering excuses. (laughs) I don't know about you. I think uh, most of us all have that gene somewhere within us where we're really good at not doing the things that we actually want to do in our life because we put it off. But the thing is, going through this whole experience with my parents, the one thing that I have learned is time is not guaranteed. Tomorrow could be our last day. Today could be our last day. We never actually know 
know when our time is up. And I, when I had that thought about there's no such thing as later, I would be sitting on the couch and I'd be just watching like whatever reality TV show I was binging at the moment. And I'd be thinking about all the other things that I wanted to be doing instead. And then that thought would come in of Elise, there's no such thing as later. And then I would get up and actually do the thing. So when I adopted that mindset, it really empowered me to get present and take full responsibility over how I lived every single moment of my life. And now I live in a place where I say what's on my heart. I don't wait to have hard conversations. If you are somebody that's known me for a long time, you know that what you're always going to get from me is the truth, whether that be good or bad. (laughs) But I just don't wait to say the truth. If it's on my heart, it's on my mind, you're going to know about it because I love you too much to not have the conversation, right? Like I don't believe in looking back with regret. I live my life in a space now where I'm 100% present all the time. I don't obsess about the past. I don't dwell about the future. I just live in the now. And this has really helped me to make sure that when I'm living every minute to the fullest, I get this beautiful chance to go to sleep every every night knowing that I didn't let any moment pass pass me by. There's no precious moment that was, you know, that just passed that I didn't actually capitalize on. I don't feel any regrets. And I really encourage you to try this mindset on as well, because so much more will become available to you when you actually step into that mindset of not letting your excuses stop you, not talking yourself out of the things that you want to do. And it's so interesting. I'll give you one other quick story about something that happened yesterday, because these serendipitous moments, like you can't make this type of stuff up. So I, when my parents moved to LA in 2019, after both of my parents' cancer diagnoses, I made a bucket list for them of things that I wanted to do, places that I wanted to take them, just to really make sure that they got to live their most fabulous LA life when they moved here. And it's been challenging to actually get through the bucket list because they both are fighting stage four cancer. So the energy is low. There's good days and bad days. So it's very challenging to plan stuff ahead of time because we never know how they're going to feel. So when I was with my dad at his chemo appointment, we were talking about how much he loves the Eagles and they're on their farewell tour right now. And I, I was like, oh, wouldn't that be interesting if they had an LA date that I could take him to? So I pulled up on, you know, we're sitting in the car eating Del Taco, waiting for his chemo appointment to start. And I look at the Eagles tour and all the LA dates had passed. I was like, oh, bummer. But I was like, okay, well, maybe there is a chance that there's an Eagles cover band that plays. And because some of the cover bands are amazing. So one of the things that I had said to my mom is I'd love to take dad to go see an Eagles cover band because there was a venue up here that they always played at. And the other thing that I really wanted to take them to do was to go see the Ronald Reagan Library because I just know for both of my parents they would absolutely be obsessed with how beautiful that museum is and the gardens and all of that. So as I'm looking for Eagles cover bands, I see this event and I'm like, oh, that's so interesting. Eagles cover band at the Ronald Reagan Library and it has this beautifully catered three-course meal by the presidential chef of the Ronald Reagan Library and I'm like, dad, oh my god, we have to go to this. And he's like, when is it? I'm like, oh my god, it's in three days. And he's like, Uh, Okay, and instantly I noticed my brain starting to talk me out of it because it was like, oh, I don't know how they're going to feel. This might be too much. What if, what if, what if? And I was like, no, let's see this through. And he instantly starts trying to talk himself out of it, right? Here comes (laughs) the no such thing as later mindset. And I was like, dad, it's three days from now. What do you have planned? Nothing. You're feeling good this week. Let's do it. So I go to buy tickets and literally the day before they stop selling. And I'm like, no, (laughs) this sucks so bad. So I see that there's a phone number 
to call that says, if you're interested in purchasing tickets after the sale date is over, call this number. So I pick up the phone right away. He's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm going to find us tickets. So I call the number and I'm like, do you still have tickets for the Eagles cover me on this Friday? And the lady on the phone, she's like, yeah, we actually have three left. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> Cause he, you know, here is my mom, my dad and I are the ones that wanted to go. And I was like, I will take them. So literally we're going this Friday to go see this experience or to go do this experience. It is going to be unlike anything my parents have ever done before. It is going to be such a magical night that I cannot be more excited about. And I'm so glad that I wasn't living in the excuse mindset, the later mindset, because once again, with my parents' health, there is no such thing as later, right? They're, they're, they're fighting for their lives right now. And I'm so excited that we get to do some major living this weekend and really just get to go live our best life in Los Angeles to finally check a couple things off the bucket list that we have been talking so much about for the past few years. So a couple examples of why it is so important not to let excuses stand in your way of living your best life, doing the fabulous things that your brain offers you. Just get up and do them. Put it on the calendar. It feels so good to have something to look forward to. I know for me, even this week, I'm like, oh my God, I can't wait till Friday. It's going to be so fun. It just, it feels so good. So that is opening up today's conversation about a mindset that can really allow you to live in a very expansive, present, very you know accountable way to ensure that you are creating the most remarkable life experience for yourself. Now, the thing that is going to take you out of living your best life, <laughs> doing fabulous things, and living the most remarkable life is the mindset that we're going to talk about next. So what I want to introduce you to is a mindset I find a lot of you living in. And this is no coincidence. It's very easy to get trapped in this belief. So just know if you are here, you are not alone. There are so many of us who go through this. And this is something that I treat inside the CAN program that almost every single one of my clients has faced. So just know you are not alone. So what this mindset is, is what I call the can't mindset. So I see this mindset killing dreams every single day. And my hope is that it's not killing your dreams too, because when we get into that place, it is very painful. And if you're sitting there right now, you're like, wait, what is the camp mindset? So what this essentially is, is a mindset rooted in impossibility. So this is where you live in the belief that you can't do it. So you're like, oh, I would love to do this. Well, I can't because, right? Your brain automatically swings back with a million reasons as to why you can't do this. So then you get into the space where once you start believing that you can't do it, you're going to start feeling all sorts of discomfort. You're going to be feeling a lot of resistance. You're going to be thinking, oh God, I can't change. That's too much, right? And then you get stuck in this pattern of actually not doing what you want to do, or you quit on yourself again and again and again when things get too hard and you go into the pattern of avoidance. So you're avoiding feeling any sort of discomfort that comes up when we actually leave our comfort zone. So when we get into this space, this is where we have beautiful ideas. We have, you know, dreams that we want to go after. We have fun life experiences that we want to do, but our brain talks us out of it. And our brain's like, oh, this isn't possible because, and this is a very slippery slope because this can start to inform your self-image and the way that you think about yourself and the way that you self-identify. Because what it does is you're like, oh, I could never do that. And you become the person that could never do the thing. And once you've given your brain that answer, your brain stops seeking solutions. It's like, oh yeah, we've answered that. I'm not the person that could ever do that. So this is a very easy way to squash your dreams, to make sure that you're not actually doing the life experiences that you want to do, and to really knock yourself down when it comes to self-belief. Because if you're automatically thinking, oh, I want to do this thing, but it's impossible, guess what? You're not actually going to be doing the work to create the belief in yourself to go do the thing that you want to do. And that is robbing yourself of such an incredible opportunity to become the woman who does the thing that her brain tells her she can't do. So 
I love overcoming the camp mindset. I think that this is such a powerful skill that any of us can learn. This is something I've become the master of because when my brain, just as I used as an example, right away when I went to go book these tickets for this weekend, it was like, oh, what if I can't, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, 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 no. I'm going to keep going until I, I get to the ultimate no. I'm going to keep going until that last door slammed shut in my face and they told me it was absolutely impossible. And it's rare, <laughs> very rare, my friend, that I get to a point where I get to the final answer of impossibility. I always find ways to make things possible because I'm a capable woman. I believe in myself. I trust myself. And I trust that if it's meant to work out, that it will. I know 100% that I have so much evidence in my life of life having my back, life protecting me, and making sure that every opportunity that is meant for me happens with ease. Just like what happened for Friday, right? It's like I called, they were like, oh, three tickets left. It happened so easily. I had to get a babysitter. It was like, oh, easy. Everything was easy. But it's not going to feel easy if you are living in the camp mindset. It's always going to be where you are feeling like you are swimming up river. Everything feels hard. You're not in that flow state. You're just constantly feeling frustrated. You're feeling overwhelmed. You feel like nothing's ever working. So we want to really be conscientious of if you've fallen into this mindset because this will block you from moving forward every single time. So I want to show you and give you a couple tangible examples of how this actually shows up in our brain as specific thoughts. So I want to see if any of these thoughts sound familiar to you because I know I've definitely have these thoughts too. Anytime I leave my comfort zone, these thoughts come up. That is so normal. It is very normal to feel fear, to feel doubt, to feel insecurity anytime you leave your comfort zone because you're doing something new. Your brain does not like unfamiliar situations. Your brain does not like uncertainty. So it's always going to pull you back to your comfort zone because it wants you to use the least amount of energy. It wants you to stay super comfortable and very safe, right? And it doesn't feel safe when we actually start to depart from our comfort zone. But I just heard a quote and I thought that this was so beautiful. And I think that every person could benefit from living their life by this quote. And it was, life begins when your comfort zone ends, right? So the second you depart from your comfort zone, that's when the real life experience starts to happen. That's when the aliveness comes. That's when you're like, oh my God, I'm actually doing it. It is such a beautiful place to live. Is it scary? Sometimes. But you will learn how to work through that fear when you actually start doing this type of mindset work. So here are the type of thoughts that show up when you are in the can't mindset, just to give yourself an indicator of if you've fallen into this. So I can't do this. I can't find the time. I can't take on one more thing. I can't afford it. I can't trust them. I can't have that food. I can't do what they do. I can't feel that way. I can't find love. I can't have success. I can't have what she has, right? Does that sound familiar? So when you're living with these type of thoughts, and these thoughts are basically your possibility blockers, they are keeping you from moving forward. They're keeping you from taking action. This is going to cost you a lot. It's going to cost you time, money, love, success, life experience, happiness, connection, and we don't want that for you. So we've got to be very mindful of when those thoughts come up, noticing it, right? It's like, ooh, I see you. Oh, this this thought just told me I can't do it. Okay, well, maybe I can. How could I? And started, starting to get curious versus just letting that thought stop you. So when we are falling into the can't mindset, this is typically because we've also fallen into scarcity and lack. And if you've never heard that term before, that's really the belief that there is never enough. So never enough love, money, time, success, things, happiness. You're never going to be good enough as a person overall. So when we fall into that, that now we're getting chased by the not enoughness monster. And if you haven't listened to that podcast episode yet, please go back and listen to it because I find a commonality between women who don't feel good enough. They're also living in the camp mindset. So definitely go listen to that podcast. I'll link it in 
the show notes below so that way you can listen to that and see if you fall in into that as well because when we don't feel good enough we're always going to believe that we can't we're always going to believe there's not enough for us right so let's go another level deeper into this and get even more specific because I want to talk about when those specific thoughts that I mentioned earlier come into your brain, what they're actually saying. So for all for all of us, we all go through this, right? We always have surface level thoughts that keep us, you know, our brain just hears it and it keeps us from really understanding what's actually behind it. And most of us don't go deeper to actually understand what's behind that surface level thought. So I want to give you some awareness there. So when our brain comes in with the thought, I can't find the time. What's really going on is you're prioritizing things that aren't truly making an impact. So you're doing a lot of low value tasks. You're saying yes to too much. You're people pleasing. You're just taking on too much. You're buried underneath a mountain of to do's. And that is keeping you into the belief that you don't have enough time or you can't find the time, right? When you think to yourself, I can't take on one more thing. That to me screams one thing. And that is that you are overwhelmed, right? And you are waving the red flag and you're like, I can't take on one more thing, right? That is literally your nervous system saying like, help, (laughs) send me a lifeline. I need some help getting through my to-do list, right? When you're saying I can't trust them, what this is really saying in your mind deeper and, you know, beyond this thought is I've been hurt. I still feel pain and I don't want to get hurt again. So when you're saying I can't trust them, that's your brain's way of protecting you from being hurt. When you say to yourself, I can't have the success or the salary I truly want. Now, here we go. Underneath that, it's actually feeling like I'm not good enough and I fear my own potential or I fear not living up to my own potential. When you say I can't listen to this anymore, what you're really saying is I've reached my discomfort tolerance and I'm officially shutting down. So how many times have you been in a conversation and somebody is just like going at you, going at you, and you throw your hands up in the air and you're like, I just can't listen one more second and you leave the room. That is literally your way of protecting yourself because you have, you've reached maximum capacity. You're shutting down at that point. When you say to yourself, I can't decide, what you're really saying is, I doubt my ability to make a good decision or the right decision. So what you do is you typically overthink, you delegate your decisions, you ask everybody in your life, what should I do? What should I do? Right? And that leads you into a spiral of confusion, a spiral of second guessing, a spiral of uncertainty and doubt. So we don't ever want you living in that space because guess what happens? A confused mind never makes a decision. When you say, I can't or I could never do something and maybe it's feel that way feel that way about yourself I could never do that right what what's really happening is you're so used to feeling that way that you can't imagine feeling anything different or you're so used to doing your normal routine that you can't imagine leaving your comfort zone to do something different so when we're in this space once again if you're not prioritizing the things that matter you're too overwhelmed you've been hurt and you've never dealt with the pain so you struggle trusting people you fear you're not good enough and you fear you're not living up to your own potential you are reaching you know your discall or your discomfort tolerance in conversation so you shut down you're doubting your decision making abilities and you're believing that you can't change because you don't know how to be any other way what we're going to replicate is more of what you have right now so if we want to shift out of this a few things need to happen. So the first thing that you need to do is instead of thinking that you can't and believing that you can't, you need to define what you can do. So whatever your mind is giving you evidence to prove that you can't do the thing, this is when you begin creating evidence to prove why you can. So I want to offer you four specific questions to help you begin this process because each question will do something different for you. So the first question is, what can I do about this? So this is going to create self-belief and and fuel possibility. So it's going to, your brain's going to get curious, like, oh, what can I do about this? Oh, cool. Okay. Okay. And it's going to start to seem less impossible. So you're going to be more likely to actually do the thing because now all of a sudden it's going to seem more possible versus just being like, oh, I can't do that. Right. 
The second question is, what do I know? So if your brain's like, I don't know, I don't know, maybe you're struggling with a decision. Okay, well, what do I know? What do I need to learn? And what this is going to create for you is certainty. And certainty is always going to propel you forward. Certainty is always going to help to silence the doubts and the fears and the insecurities because you're going to be like, oh, I know. And then you're just going to go do the damn thing. This is when you get into that space of taking confident action now, it's really fueled by certainty, right? So then we want to go into the next question, number three, which is what is one step I can take today? So that's going to shift you into action, right? So you're going to be feeling full of belief. You're going to be feeling full of certainty. And now action becomes inevitable. So confidence is created by taking action. You will never create confidence when you are just sitting there twiddling your thumbs inside your comfort zone, not doing anything. That's going to create more doubt and insecurities and more fears. So we've got to shift you into action. And when you start taking action, if you are somebody who's in a place right now where everything's seems super overwhelming, focus on one tiny thing at a time. Because this is where our brain loves to reject this idea, right? It's like, no, I have to go for the biggest thing first. Uh, Sure, you can do that, but you're probably going to burn yourself out, overwhelm yourself even more, and you're going to quit. So what I would prefer to see you do is one tiny micro action. So let's say you want to make the decision. Okay, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to pull open Google and I'm going to look at if I make this decision, what information do I need? And you're going to find one piece of information that's going to get you one one step closer to being certain about what decision you're going to make, right? So maybe let's say you want to lose weight. Okay, well today the thing that I'm going to do is I'm going to spend five minutes on a walk around my block, right? Super easy. So when we get into that space, your brain's going to be like, oh no, you need to do more. Oh, that's not good enough, right? Because once again, the not enough nothingness monster is going to rear its ugly head and it's going to be like, no, no, you should be doing more. You could be doing more. Don't listen to that. That is going to block you from taking more action because you're going to think the actions that you're taking aren't valid or aren't good enough. And then you're going to shame and judge yourself. We don't want to fall into that trap because that will always paralyze you every single time. So what you want to do is you want to give yourself permission to take the micro step and really celebrate that that was good enough, right? So for example, when I was going through my 55 pound weight loss, my brain, oh God, it was so nasty in the beginning because I had to overhaul my whole entire beliefs and habit system uh, when it came to fitness and losing weight and health as a whole. So what I used to believe was that any, you know, any exercise under an hour was never going to do anything for me. I thought I had to only eat clean and I could never have McDonald's or Del Taco again. So I had to, you know, basically stick to chicken and broccoli and blah, blah, blah. And then I hated it. So I would always end up cheating. So when I started my journey, I started thinking about, okay, well, what could I actually commit to? And I thought about, okay, I could do 10 minutes a day. I could go dance in my office. I could, you know, take a quick swim. Like that all sounds fun. That sounds doable. And so I started doing that. And then I thought about, okay, well, when it comes to food, so if my thought now is it had to be 100% clean or nothing, you know, it's this all or nothing mindset. And when we get into the all or nothing mindset, oh my God, then we quit, right? So I was like, okay, I think I could be good 75% of the time, but the rest of 25, the other 25%, I'm going to give myself an all access pass to cheat and eat whatever the hell I want. Well, that's why I lost 55 pounds, my friends. Those two changes, actually three, because I shifted my mindset from wanting to lose weight into wanting to feel healthy. And that, those three things were my trifecta that helped me lose 55 pounds. Now notice how not once did I say I was at an hour long boot camp, killing myself, sweating my brains out, like wanting to die, starving myself, you know, restricting every single calorie. No, there was none of that. It actually felt really good to take these little micro steps. And that's what helped me to stay consistent, which created massive results. 
results. Our brains love to discount micro steps. Our brain's like, oh, that doesn't mean anything. That's not going to do anything. That's never going to get us where we want to go. But here's the thing is one step is going to lead to two, two is going to lead to three, three is going to lead to four. Next thing you know, you're going to be at step 100 and you're going to be so much farther along and it's going to be so much easier as you're taking action. So I always love to encourage you, if you are somebody who is an all or nothing, like how I used to be of like, I got to go all in, I'm going to lose 30 pounds this month. Okay, we know you're probably going to feel terrible. You're going to be miserable as you go through this process and then you're going to quit and you're probably going to gain back those 30 pounds, if not more. If you're that person, I want you to try the micro step approach because it's one little micro action at a time. And then the work there, the growth there is to reinforce to your brain that that micro step was worthy, that that micro step is valid, that that micro step was important, that that micro step was valuable, right? Because our brain's always going to be like, oh, you didn't do enough, especially if you are somebody who lives in that not enoughness monster type mindset where nothing is ever good enough, nothing you ever do is good enough, you're never a good enough person. I get it. I lived there for most of my life. It's a very painful place to be, right? Okay, so the fourth question is, what is saying I can't costing me? So this is going to create awareness. So is it costing you money? When, you know, like when I started my business, I was like, I can't go live. Oh my God. You know that, yeah, that was costing me money because I was not reaching my people. I was not telling people I could help them. I was hiding in my office, like feeling sorry for myself, (laughs) right? So maybe saying you can't get up and do the five minutes of exercise, that's costing you from feeling healthy. Maybe, you know, if you're saying, oh, I can't tell my boss no to overworking, it's costing you time with your family because you're so trapped in the pattern of feeling like you need to stay late to prove yourself to feel good enough and feel worthy, right? So these are the four questions one more time, right? So number one is what can I can or what can I do about this? That's going to create belief and possibility. Number two is what do I know, which is going to create certainty. Number three is what is one step I can take today, which is going to create action. And number four is what is I can't costing me, which is going to create awareness. So there is a ton of valuable awareness for you living in the other side of answering these four questions. And truly change begins with awareness. We can't change what we don't see. So once you answer these questions, guess what's going to happen. You're going to start feeling more confident in yourself. You're going to start taking the steps to do the thing that you actually want to do. So our feeling of self-confidence is really built upon that self-belief, that self-trust, which you will generate once you start taking the time to build awareness there. I want to destigmatize one other thing, right? So I, there's a distinct difference between self-confidence and confidence. So confidence is generated by action. And that's really your confidence in your abilities, right? Self-confidence, that's all about yourself. So that's your belief and your trust in yourself. So those are two very different things. So I just want to destigmatize that because I see a lot of people think that it's just kind of lumped up into one thing. But the thing is, to build your self-confidence, we got to feel your self-belief and your self-trust. To actually generate confidence, you need to take action, okay? So let me know if that was clear. If you guys have any follow-up questions, send me an Instagram message. On, it's at your soul makeup and we can talk about that more. So if your goal is to feel more confident in yourself, I want you to spend time diving into these questions because that will be the most valuable use of your time. And it will start to show you all of the ways that you are blocking yourself by living in the can't mindset. And I want to see you shift into the can mindset, which is what I teach inside of the can program. So can stands for confident action now. So what I help you do as your coach inside this three-month container is I help you start generating that beautiful action that fuels your confidence. And literally week one, we start working on your self-belief and trust. So we are working on your self-confidence and your overall confidence and your abilities at the same time. So this is like adding fuel into your rocket ship and sending you straight into the stratosphere as fast as you can possibly go. So I know a lot of you have spun out. You're trying to do this work on your own. You're not getting anywhere. Like literally just join the CAN program so you can get to where 
or you want to go that much faster. Because when you're feeling confident about yourself, you're fueled with belief and trust in yourself, that is when your results become inevitable. That is when things start feeling easy. That is when you get into that flow state where you're not doubting yourself, you're not second guessing everything, you're not letting the insecurities stop you, you're not generating fear that's keeping you hiding, right? We want to get you into a space where you truly have your foundation of your confidence built upon your self-belief and your self-trust. And you feel 100% secure taking action fueled by that certainty. So that way you can get to where you want to go that much faster. So the doors are opening to the CAN program in a couple of weeks. If you want to join, send me a message on Instagram at your soul makeup, or you can tap the link in the show notes to join the wait list and I'll send you everything you need to know. But this is truly an experience. And I love thinking of this, especially for busy women who are feeling you know, burned out, who are feeling like they're not good enough in every area of their life or in some areas of their life, right? I love to think of this as the container where you get to overhaul every aspect of your life so you can start feeling good enough, you can start generating that confidence, you can start actually doing the things that you want to do in your life fueled by the most beautiful belief and trust in yourself. So that's what you want. If that's how you want to feel in your life, definitely join the CAN program. This is the perfect container for you. All right, enjoy reflecting on these four questions, my love. And if you want that support to shift out of the CAN-based mindset, then definitely join the CAN program. Tap the link in the show notes to get on the wait list now. All right. I'll check in with you next time. Oh, hey. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If this helps you, I would love for you to share the gift of confidence with a friend because this is how we all grow. So share this with your girls, a coworker, a fellow mama, or your fam on social media because we all need support in our confidence journey. So sharing can help us heal, feel better, and take steps to grow now. Also, I'd love if you would drop your rating in. Ratings and reviews help me so much more than you realize. And if you found yourself listening today and thinking, I need professional support, I would love to invite you to join the CAN program where I will teach you how to take confident action now. If increased confidence is what you want, this is multiple months of dedicated you time where we will do the deep work on you to create your most confident self, both personally and professionally. Because once you know how to generate the feeling of confidence from the inside out, the possibilities become endless and your results become inevitable. This is the most valuable investment you will ever making yourself. And I cannot wait to see who you become on the other side of doing this work on you. So visit me at soulmakeup.com to learn more or come be my bestie on Instagram. You can find me at your soul makeup. See you next time.